0: On with the show! Hey, what's going on everybody? It's another episode of the Often Imitated, Never Duplicated Voices of Misery Podcast. But of course, one happier, dynamic duo the nerds. I am the nerd and I'm alone because today we've got some technological issues, to put it to put it mildly. I fucking uh today was the day we're supposed to get our fiber internet installed and everything was actually going good for once. Um uh, the timing worked out pretty good. I started off the morning, uh going to work, doing some overtime. Today's supposed to be my day off. It's Monday, of course. fucking hate mondays by the way but we'll get to that in a minute uh basically uh just going to work this morning doing a little bit overtime trying to knock out as much of this as possible Um, our work actually had a glitch where our time cards where we can like check to see like what time your breaks are and whatnot so you can stay in uh compliance and whatnot was down and normally this time of the year is when things start slowing down so the overtime goes away there was a glitch in the system where you can't check your schedule because it was down over the weekend, and the overtime tool just showed a ton of overtime. So people were grabbing this shit up, and I was one of them. So I grabbed up a ton of it, and the systems came back up today. But the overtime was like already like put back into the computer, and they were like, "Fuck it, just keep it. You're not supposed to have it, but you guys can have it because it was our mistake, it was our glitch." So you know, bad for them, good for me. I can make a little extra cash before the lovely summertime hits, but. Yeah, I'm alone today because this is the story, man. Fucking FiOS, sorry, I keep calling them FiOS. It's not FiOS, it's HTC, but it's fiber. So the fiber internet company calls up, and I'm doing my overtime. It's around 12:30 or so, and I had about a half hour left to go. They're supposed to be here at three o'clock. The whole thing was supposed to take about an hour. And the guy comes over to the house and just fucking just you know just come in the house and shut the fuck up and get the job done. The guy comes in the house, you know, and this has been like a three-stage deal. Where these people that came out, they did, like, surveying of the land. They, like, put markers all over the fucking place and shit. I guess they were, like, trying to figure out, like, where they were going to put the fiber lines in. And luckily, we're one of the first houses to get it because they're working themselves from the back of the development that we live in all the way to the front. Which makes sense. So luckily, you know, being in the back of the development, having to drive a little bit further to get the fuck out, actually paid up you know, in, our, in our favor for once. So this fucking guy shows up. And he calls a little bit before then. He's like, yeah, I can come early. So I'm like, oh, this is perfect because I get out of work in a half hour. And this guy said he's going to be here at exactly the time I get out of work. So I get out of work and I'm looking around. I'm like, all right, this guy's not here. He's probably just running a little late. And like 15 minutes passes, 20 minutes pass. And I'm done with work. My edibles haven't gotten here yet because they're supposed to be coming today by UPS, which is another story I'm going to get into. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm sitting around waiting and waiting and waiting. I wanted to go to the store so I can grab some caffeine and like a little snack and shit, you know? So I'm sitting around waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm like, I don't want to miss this guy. Because if I go to the store, chances are the second I leave, he's going to show up and ring the doorbell. I'm not going to be here. He's going to leave. I'm going to have to reschedule for another day. So I freaking get my shit together. And I'm like about to leave. The second I put my hand on the doorknob to run to the store. Because it's been about an hour at this point. He's so has been showing up. So I'm thinking he... Maybe found another job to go to and he was going to get us at our original time instead of 1 o'clock. So I put my hand on the fucking guy standing there. I'm like, holy fucking shit. So I'm pissed off about this because I can't leave right away like I wanted to. And the guy comes in. He's like looking around the house. He's like, okay, I'm going to put this here, this here, this here. I have to get to your attic. And down here in the south, attics are in a really weird spot. The way the houses are made, it's really like ass backwards. The basement. If you could have one, is non-existent here. There's very few places in South Carolina where you can have a basement. And it's due to the massive flooding and the hurricanes and all that bullshit that we get down here. So the attics kind of work in reverse, where it's like you do have an attic, but it's really fucking tiny. It's like you can barely fit a couple of things up there. We have um, like our air and heating systems up there, uh, and, um, and 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 I guess whatever the hell internet. I've never even been the fuck up there. It's been like six years you know since we moved in the house and whatnot never been up in a goddamn attic so this guy it's it's like a little like perfectly cut square um it's like a little bit smaller than a manhole cover and this this is like a like a little bit of a you know um hefty guy i guess if he was a child he would say he would shop in the husky section and I'm sitting here like, this motherfucker's not going to fit in this hole. He's probably going to have to fucking tell me my skinny ass to jump up there. He's going to have to walk me through like a fucking Lethal Weapon movie. Like, don't cut the blue wires. I'm fucking trying to get this internet going. I've never been trained to even set up. But anyway, you know, the guy finally fucking gets to the river, rub some Vaseline on his ass. He fucking squeezed through that goddamn hole. And he's up and down, up and down. And the whole time this guy is up there, all I'm hearing is like loud fucking drilling. It's extremely loud. And it's like grating. It's like all over the house, but he's only in one area and he's drilling, but it sounds like the whole house is vibrating. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, in our lives, we have this natural balance where if something good happens, a million bad things happen. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, we got the internet coming. Everything's going to be great. The show's going to sound much better. Everything's going to be fucking uploaded quick and blah, blah, blah. I hear this noise, and I'm like, okay, this guy's going to fucking fall through the goddamn roof into the bedroom while I'm sitting here waiting for him to be finished so I can, you know, either go back to work, finish, you know, do the show, with the, you know, do our regular show and whatnot. Didn't work out that way, <laughs> motherfucker. Comes back down, he's like, okay, we got a problem. He's like, I, the way your house is going to he's like, the way your roof is and the way your internet box is, I have to do this and this and the other thing, and I'm, he's like telling me this shit like I fucking work with him and I know what the fuck he's talking about. Anyway, the long and the short of what he was saying is basically, like, he would have to, like, do all sorts of special wiring and have to move the box, but I work at home, and I need to be hardwired, so I'm like, all right, you can't move the box, so figure the fuck out, basically. And it just seemed to just drag on and on and on, and currently we don't have it just yet, he's got to go get some special tool to come back and do it. So it's already 5 o'clock, and normally we have our Monday show recorded and posted by now. So it's a little nerve-wracking because we don't have the internet to do much of anything. One of us has to keep an eye on this motherfucker while he works. So I'm like, you know what, why not? I'll just knock something out real quick and throw it up here. Another podcast for that ass, so to speak. So it worked so well last time. You guys loved the solo episode last time. I'm going to do one this time. And, uh, yeah, you got two back-to-back. But Monday will be back to our regularly scheduled programming and all that bullshit. So no fret there. You just got to deal with me and uh, my fucking insane mind that just kind of wanders into the abyss sometimes, you know. But yeah, this fucking guy, he's a seemed a really nice guy. Uh, well, while he was in here working, we were talking about Joe Biden and how much we hated the fucking Democrats. And immediately, my eyes lit up because the second I hear someone talking shit about that sack of shit fucking president we got in office right now, I, I am all in. So I was sitting there, you know, I'm in the bedroom and it's awkward because you got this random person working like less than a foot away from your bed that you're sitting on. You know, trying to, like, act like he's not even there. Because you don't want to... It's just weird, you know, like, who the fuck talks to the cable guy, you know? And he's just in here in the room, and I'm sitting here, like, on the bed. I got the TV going, and I was playing my Switch, you know, just trying to look occupied. Because, to me, it's rude if you see someone doing something to just automatically assume you can fucking talk to them. That's my trick when I go to stores. I'll put my uh, AirPods in. So, if I go to, a, a, like, a cashier, and they're, like, a chatty Cathy, I'll put those things in and pretend I'm talking to someone or listening. Because it's... Like they see him in your ear and I'll even like tilt my head towards the cashier. So they'll see the little white friggin' uh, whatever the hell sperm sickle hanging out of my ear. And they will be like, okay, he's talking on the phone and they will leave me alone. It works pretty good. Not with this guy, but I, I don't know how the hell he knew I hated Joe Biden, but he like uh, kind of threw out the COVID thing. And I'm like, Oh yeah, here we go. And he said something disparaging about it. And I was all in from there. We were talking about all sorts of shit. And then he became my uh, little pal for the day. So we are talking and talking and talking while he was just fucking everything up in the house and blowing my shit up, so I gave him some leniency on that, but you know, hopefully this whole fiber thing works out and we get the internet uh, installed soon. Uh, They said it's going to be guaranteed by the end of today, so hopefully hopefully about another hour or so, but thank goodness for cell phone reception because I am right now using my hotspot on my phone, which works pretty gosh darn good if I may say so myself. So it's going to be an interesting episode today. I'm going to just go over a couple of things because you know there's always shit going on in my mind and my mind is extra rampant today by the way because like I said earlier I didn't get my uh, didn't get my freaking THC edibles and I'm really upset about that because and I should never fucking do this again but UPS they have a two-day shipping right I ordered these motherfucking things on Friday today's Monday so you know Saturday Sunday obviously doesn't count you got Monday so I'm waiting here right I got the two-day shipping so it will be here today right But freaking UPS does this thing where they have, okay, you'll get it today for sure, by this time. And for some reason, every time I order something from UPS or expecting something from UPS, when it says it's that time, it's usually about an hour after that time. So today they said 7 o'clock p.m. Your stuff's going to be here. I'm recording this at 5 o'clock. I'm expecting my edibles to be here between like 1 and 3, and it's already 5, which means they're either not going to come today, Or it'll be at like 7.05, like I'm the last fucking stop. And it just makes you wonder when you think about like law of averages and stuff like that. Because we order a lot of stuff off Amazon and we have a lot of packages coming in and out, you know, from here and there on the time. And it's like every time the package comes late. If we ordered a hundred times from Amazon, maybe three times stuff came early or at least before the freaking sun went down. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if we just live in a shitty area or maybe the local driver just like makes this his last stop because, and, and even that doesn't make sense. Cause there's no UPS like drop off centers or any like truck or whatever, like their, um, their, I guess like their distribution centers, where all their trucks are and whatnot. There's none of that here. It's in like three towns over like big towns over. So it's like, you could be doing us first and then move through all these towns and have your shit finish and end in that town. So we should be first and you should end up, you know, over there because that's where you had to park your truck and I get in your car and go to fuck home. I don't know why the hell it works out that way. And please let me know if this happens to you people, because it's like, if everybody's getting their shit late, then who's getting their shit early. That's my question. It's like this existential question that I am like trying to like search and deeply search my soul and search of an answer for, because it means a lot to me because I need my edibles. I'm going to tell you why. I've been sleeping like shit. I've been sleeping like a goddamn uh, just fucking vampire, man. Like, not at all, really. It's just terrible. I don't know what the hell's going on. And and, and it's got to be the edibles, too, because I feel like I'm slipping back on my old self. And today's day five now since I've had them. And, and, and this was forced. Uh, it was a forced reset. Um, I was doing some research on it. It's called a tea break. Where you basically let your tolerance die down and i've been experimenting with a lot of different strains and stuff like that and the one that i'm on now is just the cheapest one it's just regular delta eight but the thing about it is this stuff like really does the trick i don't know what the difference between that and the other strains of it is but this one like gets me happy and just cracking up and just loving life and being a happy person so when those come in i'll be happy again but it also helps me sleep too And the past couple of nights, I've just been really just tossing and turning. It takes like three hours to go to bed. And it's weird because, like, you're tired. And you're like, oh, man, I'm so tired. You're brushing your teeth. You're taking your extra piss, you know, so you don't have to wake up in the middle of the night and whatnot. Your eyes are dreary. Your body's sagging. You're just like dead, no energy at all. And the second you lay in bed, it's like somebody fucking injected you with like fucking 5,000 cc's of crack cocaine and you're just up, fucking jumping around, bouncing off the walls have no idea why that is. Supposedly they said something about the body when you lay down, everything evens out, you know, like your body's just there and everything's just chilling out, you know, you slow your breathing down, you close your eyes, and you're supposed to drift off to sleep. And military people can, can do it. I don't know how the hell they do it by the way. They can uh I, I guess like they they're trained to like fall asleep under like two minutes or some shit like that. They can just do it and shut their body down. And the way they do it is they do it in sections, like they'll they'll slowly concentrate on their toes, and then they'll go down to, like, the heel of their foot, and then up their ankle, all the way up their legs, up their thighs, past the dizong, up the chest, you know, up the arms and shit, and then you just slowly, and then by the time it gets to, like, your nose and your eyes, you're just fucking dead to the world and it's the best sleep of your life. I've tried this method before, and it just doesn't work, because my brain never shuts the fuck up, and it drives me goddamn insane. So... I don't know, it's just, it's good for the break, because I was really going through these things, like it was nobody's business. They're just so delicious, and they make you feel really good, and I like feeling good. I like being a good person, I like feeling nice, and now on day five, I know my that shit's out of my system, because I'm a fucking asshole again. Work has been really rough, by the way, man, so I'm going to get into a little bit of that, but hopefully soon, I mean, hopefully this stuff does come today. So I can get that back in my life because, oh, my God, I just love that feeling. There's nothing better than feeling good. And that's the way I feel like normal people feel all the time is the way I feel when I have an edible in me. So I can't wait to get back to just feeling happy again and just getting back in that mindset, just having a good time and just just being happy. I can't wait to get back to that. So. That's my little update. If the doorbell rings, by the way, while I'm doing this show, I will pause and run like speedy motherfucking Gonzalez, and then I'll come back cracking up for you guys, all right? But yeah, so everything's good here in the house, though. Everybody's doing good, you know. Uh, My daughter's going to her first dance, which I'm freaking nervous about. That's coming up on Friday. Oh, my God, that damn kid. Growing too much. She's 14 years old. The day after that, she's going to her first dance. Got to drop her off to it, and it's going to be pretty interesting to see how that goes out. Because I remember those things when I was a kid going to the school dances. It was so much fun. You, uh... I mean, it's different now, though, because the way she described it to me, it's like you pay your little money, you get your ticket, and they give you food and drink and whatnot, and you just hang out and just do whatever. Back when I was younger, we used to go to the dances and spend, like, $2, and then we had to pay for our snacks and whatnot. But there was always some asshole who, like, stole Mad Dog 2020 from his older brother's sister Stash that would bring it there, and we'd go out there and do that and go nuts. So I got that part of my brain thinking like, holy shit, how resourceful are these little badass kids nowadays? Are they as bad as I was or we were back in the day or are they better now? And I don't know, because it's like you get to that point when you're a parent, and you're like, holy shit, I don't know what's going on in these kids lives anymore. It's like they're just they're just different people when they leave the house. You you have to understand that they're not the sweet little angel they're not the same person they are around you as they are around their friends and just like you as an adult listening to the show you're a different way around your family as you are around your friends and your people so it's it's just to be expected um i'm sure she'll have fun I know she's a good kid but it's um it's the other kids i worry about you know fucking little bastards and that's the problem because i was never the kid that bought the alcohol to school or these dances it was just these other kids i would always partake obviously i'm no fucking prude but yeah there was always people that were bringing it and is having a good time, so I just hope that they keep their noses clean and the people, the chaperones actually pay attention. I think we had one that was drinking with us. (laughs) I mean, these fucking people back in the day, there was just no repercussions for being an asshole, I guess, being a terrible person or educator, but yeah, it was, um... It's coming up Friday, so it's going to be a little uh, sad moment for the nerd here. I'm going to drop her off and watch her walk into the school and little friends hanging out. And Come on, let's go inside. And I want to go in there, too, and watch and make sure they're not going crazy. Because I want to be the chaperone, but I know how embarrassing that would be. Don't touch her. Stay a go away. Six feet, goddammit. Like the whole COVID fucking hoax. Oh, speaking of which, the COVID thing. So I made a friend on Twitter uh, yesterday and to this morning. Because I'm a night owl now because I don't have my edibles. I can't sleep through the night, so. I'm always up doing stuff, you know, reaching out to people and people reaching out to me, replying to people. I'm a very social person when it comes to you know, people reaching out and complimenting the show or just having questions about the show. And there's been a lot of engagement uh, recently with that. So thank you to everyone that's reached out about the show and is talking about things. So that's really, really neat. And we appreciate you and love you for it. But yeah, this lady, um, she had a, a tweet that she posted. And she... Basically said, like, hey, my son got the COVID vaccine, and now he's not here anymore. He he died. A young, young kid. Uh, he passed away. He had the COVID shot, the COVID vaccine. And I'm going to see if I can find that tweet here, actually, in real time. I probably should have pulled it up, but I don't have notes. I just kind of go off the top of my head and just you know, say whatever the hell is going on here. And just a quick side note with the COVID thing, while looking for the tweet, that son of a bitch Fauci said that if Donald Trump becomes president again, he will resign, and he will not come back to the White House as far as being the pandemic spokesman, and to that I say, good fucking riddance. Now, I don't really want to vote for Trump this time around, because, uh, you know, I'm a little, I'm just a little over the whole act, and I feel like if he was, I mean, he he was a good president, he, he was, for, for what he... For, I mean, for what we dealt with for those four years, what do we deal with? Him being an asshole, that's it, and the left hating him. But otherwise, our personal lives were great. I mean, the guy I was talking to was doing the cable, you know, before he started doing the other work around the house, uh, what the, the lines went and that was basically saying he was doing some kind of investment shit on the side, and we were talking about that, and he was like, yeah, he's like, when Trump was in office, I was making like fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars 1600 a day on investments. Now I'm making like 300 because it's fucking, it's it's tanked and he's and he's pretty experienced in it obviously he was telling me all the good things that you know he, he was into and trying to get me to get into that stuff which i'm not going to and play those games but yeah man like people are suffering and people are feeling it so it's uh it's really brutal so i i, I don't know you know why people are continually getting this stupid bullshit injected into them and just listening to the government just falling in line with this crap i mean there has to be a moment of awakening you know what I mean? And the fact that that little piece of shit still has a position or any sort of power where he gets any say that people take seriously is just still beyond me to this point where we've gone through this for two years now. There are reports about triple vaxxed people becoming even sicker than unvaxxed people. are like, why? And, and it's like this big mystery to them. Why aren't the unvaxxed people dying? It's like they're upset. Why aren't they dying? Why aren't they sick? Why is this, why is this happening to the triple-vaxxed people? Because they don't have fucking immune systems, man. He took all. I mean, these people are like, they have lower fucking white blood cells in AIDS patients. I mean, holy shit. Just the way they're doing it is just insane. So I don't really care about that anymore. I mean, I told the guy, because he, he was a little younger, I'm like, listen, man, just pay your shit off, because it's coming again. And I can't stress it to you guys enough. You have to take care of your, your house. Keep your house in order. Make sure you get your finances in order because it's going to happen again. And don't be unprepared. That's all I got to say. I'm not trying to spread fear. I'm just being real with you. I mean, you see what they did. And you know, there's another election coming. They're ramping it up already. Everybody who gets it, all these big time ballers, you know, the elites are all getting COVID now. You got Nancy Pelosi, you have got Biden. No, oh, no, no, not Biden. But Nancy Pelosi said she had it, I think. I, I know Kamala Harris, a bunch of the White House a's and Jen Psaki. She had it a couple times. And all these people are all posting the same exact copy-paste tweet thing where it's like, oh, I got COVID. It's very mild. Thank goodness for the vaccine. Thank goodness for the vaccine. And this is a vaccine that is two years old, and there's been multiple variants. So How the fuck does it work on these? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. None of this makes any sense to me. You can look at the past two years and the fact that it makes sense to anyone. is uh, Those are the ones that you got to worry about. They're fucking lost. I think they're worse than uh, people that are deeply balls deep in organized religion. I think they're crazier. You can see it in their fucking eyes they all got the same look but yeah anyway i don't want to i don't want to see see what happens this guy got me going today man he started bringing up that shit and now i'm just fired up i want to freaking choke somebody and yell about covid but yeah let's see hey how about we talk about something else i'm looking pretty fucking lean lately like lean l-e-a-n lean people like getting really like I don't know what the hell's going on, man. Maybe, like, maybe I'm getting eaten from the inside or something. I don't know. It's like really weird. I was looking in the mirror. I got out the shower the other day. And I'm like, ah, oh, let me flex a little bit. You know, guys, you you know, we do that, right? You butt ass naked. You get out the shower. You just dry yourself off. You're looking in the mirror. You get your deodorant on and whatnot. I'm like, all right, things are looking okay. Got you that know, little flexing in the mirror. I was doing a little Hulk Hogan poses and shit. Doing the old macho man or Andy Savage. Oh yeah, I was doing that whole thing in the in the in, in mirror and. I look down at my stomach. I'm like, holy shit, man! I look like a fucking deflated balloon. Just losing all that weight, <laughs> fucking keto diet. I gotta start doing some sit-ups. I do a lot of treadmill stuff, but I gotta got to got to do a little bit more on that. You know, I'm thinking about buying a fucking bike. How cool that be? Like not like a motorcycle. I'm not a freaking dumbass. I you know, I'm thinking about like a like a bicycle. You know, I'm just getting a bicycle and just riding around, doing maybe like an hour a day or something. Just get the legs moving. I don't know. Just think about doing something. Just get the heart rate going. The, blood and that kind of stuff. I just want to, I just want to get active again, but it's tough. It's really tough. I mean, the thing is, is like you can build yourself up to this point where you have this great idea, like, okay, I'm going to go start working out I'm going to start doing things. And then all of a sudden it comes time to do it. And you're like, I'm fucking 40 years old. What am I doing to myself? But also my thing too, was like, you're, you, you can either start in one location. You can do the incline on the treadmill. You can run as much as you want, as long as you want. And then you stop. And guess what? You're still in your house. You're still in your room. You're still in the comfortable place. If you feel so sick that you ran so far, you're going to puke. Guess what? Your bathroom's right there. And you're not getting chased by wild animals and shit. You won't get fucking mugged if you live in a shitty area like Chicago or New York. You can do it anywhere. That's what I'm saying. I I see everyone should get a goddamn treadmill. It's really good stuff for you. But yeah, just getting active. And I have this thing right next to my bed. I don't use it every day, but sometimes I look at it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start doing this. But that drive just isn't there. And you guys know I'm, I'm i'm one of those people who can say they're gonna do something and it happens i mean i say i'm gonna quit smoking and quit drinking alcohol and it happens i just stop cold turkey no issues but for some reason when it comes to getting active it, it takes a lot for me to like want to do it to stay ready for it and just to and just to stay determined i can do a week straight a week will turn into two but if i stop for like a day or two because my legs turn to jello or whatever. Then it turns into three days, four days, five days, and then I just don't do it anymore, and it becomes a month, and then I'm talking about doing it again. Like, oh, I want to get back on this. Consistency—that's my biggest problem with it. So, if anyone has tips on how to stay consistent, I mean, I know it's oh, just get up and do it. It's 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 tough, but and also when you got so much shit going on too. I mean, we got you know we do three shows plus a week and I mean, on the outlets and whatnot. And now you we're know, working a lot, doing all the overtime. We've got the summertime coming up. It's like, I, I just can't see a scenario where I can fit this in. But then again, you know, I do the night owl thing now. So maybe I can just do it overnight, but I don't fucking know. You guys don't give a shit about that. But but seriously, let me know some workout tips because I, I, I can teach people how to lose weight. But I can't teach you how to get in shape because it's just foreign to me. I've never been in shape. I've always been thin into, like, a fat, now I'm thinning it, but, like, I, I just never got in, like, that fucking, like, that big shape where you're, like, look great and shit, like, ripped fucking arms and whatnot, you know, I just never got into that, but whatever, so, anyway, that, that, that woman, Jesus Christ, I first talking about that woman, I just completely blew by her, but yes, I did finally find the tweet, though, so, here we go, so, I guess her son's name, her son's name was Benjamin, and Twitter, took this post down where she posted the death transcript of her son i'm not going to say the name obviously because i'll let her do that we actually talked about her coming on the show to talk about this so she can tell her story because i feel like it needs to be shared and the fact that twitter took it down when she posted about this and she posted proof that it was due to the vaccine that basically uh it was the the johnson and johnson shot he took it on uh, march 14 2021 and he got really sick and died so i mean he had no comorbidities or anything thought he was being a good you know uh, servant of the people i guess if that's what you want to say because you know your vaccine protects you mine protects me or whatever the fuck no it was it was reverse mine did you and you did me or whatever the fuck i don't know i never bought into that shit none of it ever made any sense to me but anyway the kid died and um she posted it on twitter just to kind of say like hey you know this is something i want people to be aware of that this is happening and this has happened. And she was just trying to just get her story out there. Cause I mean, it's a very personal thing and you can arguably say, why are you posting this on Twitter? But people grieve in different ways. And this was more of an awareness, like wake up thing for her. So I understand why she did it and I appreciate it too. And uh, that she shared it, but Twitter posted a a warning label on it. And then within maybe 15 minutes after I saw it, I went back to like reread the thread because there was a lot more stuff and I just didn't have the time to read everything and I went to the bathroom or something I came back. I don't know. But by the time I came back to the iPad, I saw that it, there was a, um, this account has been, has been restricted due to suspicious, uh, suspicious postings or some or usage. And I'm like, this woman just basically wanted to mourn her son and post like, hey, this is what happened. This is the story. This, And she posted a really nice thing like, hey, this was him. He's a very loved kid. We loved him, blah, blah, blah. And it was taken down. It's like, who the fuck are you, Twitter, to take down this woman's post where she's basically glorifying someone that meant something to her passing away? You're not allowed to mourn. Oh, you are, but you can't talk about why they died unless it was an approved death reason because you can't die of the vaccine and talk about it. You can only talk about it if you die of the COVID stuff. So I just wanted to talk about that because that was basically what I was doing online, talking to this woman about the story. And just, it, it really touched me because it, it's sad that you can't even talk about it. And it's like, what the hell is the point of even having a social media page if you can't be social? I mean, the thing is, is like, why don't you just have Twitter be a bunch of pre-approved messages that you're like, okay, I want to click this one. You click it, it automatically posts for you. You can't even type in anymore what you want to say. You can only click on the pre-approved talking points. So it's like you got, you know, 18 million accounts, or I don't know, they probably have 100 million or whatever the fuck Twitter has. They're all posting the same thing, just in different sequences, because someone might click this one, someone might click that one, but they're all pre-approved, pre-written, pre-proof read messages that they want you to, to click on and whatnot, and there's no dislike buttons. There's only like buttons in this new Twitter world where they're fucking probably headed towards crazy shit. And the guy said something to me today too, uh, just going back to the fiber guy. He said something where he was like, yeah, um, we're doing every, like, I guess the company, the local company here is doing everybody who has them. So normally with fiber, they only, they, they pinpoint locations that have the most money. Like you got, New York is a, is, is big with fiber. Uh, I think Verizon does them. And there's a lot of other like big cities that have it, but it was never in like the rural areas. But this company was like, yeah, we were never going to do it because it cost too much money for us. But the government is paying for it. So I'm thinking to myself, why would the government want everyone to have fiber internet? Where it's like your own individual line. Because that's what fiber is. You get your own individual service instead of basically sharing it with your entire neighborhood. If you have 100 megabyte per second speeds and, you know, you have it at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. When everyone gets home from work at 5 or 6 and they start getting online and playing games and whatnot, it'll slow everything down. So with this fiber, it's like that's your own, whatever speed you're paying for, that's exactly what you're getting. The thing that worries me is that now that you're not basically sharing all this uh, bandwidth with the entire neighborhood, does that make it easier for the government to then say, okay, let's hack into that fiber line. Let's see what this line's doing. Let's see what that line's doing. I think it, I'm no you know, smart guy when it comes to the internet or any of this shit or anything in general. I just kind of have my opinions, which is what this show's all about. It's just our opinions. I'm thinking to myself, this is going to be a way for them. Because the government doesn't do anything to fucking help anybody. They don't do anything unless they've got something to gain from it. And with the whole free speech and censorship crackdown, you have to kind of wonder if maybe them giving money to the cable companies that put fiber in lines, if that's what they're doing in all these places, I can discover what the cable guy told me with this company here. Makes you wonder if it's all connected somehow. And I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. And the thing is with these son of a bitch is you can't really say one way or another if they're telling the truth. Or not, Because you can't trust them. They don't earn our trust and they don't deserve our trust. I mean, if anything, they deserve all the vitriol and hatred that we can give them. They're scum. I mean, there's nothing good to say about these fucks. But that being said, uh, once this is done, the internet, um, uh, hopefully if it works out, Maybe we can do some different things here. I was thinking about some different uh, opportunities and stuff like that we could do. Because I know with um, the internet provider that we have, uh, whenever we do our recordings and whatnot, and normally when we do like our live shows and stuff, when we're doing those, there was always a bit of lag and delay when more and more people would come into the chat and whatnot. So I'm hoping this helps with that. And the guy did say yeah, upload speeds, I guess, and, and ping. And, you know, I got our friends were telling us about ping a little bit earlier when we were talking about it. Has effect on that, so maybe this will just branch out a little bit more options and stuff, and also think about doing some video content too. So keep your eye out on that, because now I don't work in a job where it's super corporate, woke, or anything like that. So it doesn't matter if uh, you know some prick tries to fucking you know do the stupid shit that pricks do, and uh, yeah, it just doesn't matter anymore. So I'm thinking about doing some of that because there's a lot of opportunities out there and just you know ways to hustle and get your you just get your shit going on. But speaking of work, did want to talk about that. And the job I work in is a tech job. And the thing about people is that they will call you for the most mundane shit. Now me, I buy things that I know I can use. I would never buy a fucking airplane and just have it parked in a driveway because I can't fly it. It makes no sense for me to own it. So my question to people out there is if you're an old person who calls up the tech company and it's like, Hey, my so-and-so isn't working. All right, cool. So what, what have you tried? Oh, nothing. Like, All right, well, have you turned it off and back on again? No. And they do it and it works. Oh, great. You're a fucking genius. Like, no, I'm not a genius. You're a fucking idiot. You wasted a half hour on hold waiting to get to me to tell you something that Google could have told you in two seconds. And I would have had a lot more, uh, and, and I guess this is just, you know, me not being edibled up and just the anger over the past week. Just to kind of give you where my head's been at without him in there. you know fucking sucks but it seems like the more and more of these i get i get more angry at people's laziness and the redundancy of it all because i need to be mentally challenged i guess uh, like I, I like things to be different i like a little bit of variety at work And this was just the same shit, or at least I perceived it to be the same shit all day. And I was just getting angry, and I felt my fucking chest, like that burning in my chest. I haven't felt in like, ever since I started taking the edibles, I haven't felt that in a while. That like, anxiety building up. And I thought it was gone. But I guess the edibles just do a really good job of masking it. And holy shit, man, I was getting so pissed off. And these people were just going, hey, hey, uh, this so-and-so. Did you turn it off back on? No. Well, did you put your Wi-Fi on? Did you do this? Did you do that? No, no, no. It's like, then why don't you fucking learn? And that's someone one um, who really got me going. The person, I think they were 60 years old, and they were like, hey, youngster. It's like, I got my first so-and-so when I was your age. and like well, I'm like, listen, dude. It's like, oh, he's like, I don't understand this stuff. It's too new. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, the Internet's been around for a long time. A long fucking time. You were younger than I am now when this shit came out. So why didn't you, like, pick it up then and learn it? You know, just, just fucking avoid it the whole time. And it's like, oh, well, there's always people. It's like, I had people that do that stuff for me. And it's like, well, that's the problem. The people leave you and you're stuck to yourself. It cracks me up when people have these nice things and just don't want to use anything. People that buy these expensive cars, they don't know a damn thing about them. They buy these houses, they buy cars, Want to? It's like, why are you buying this shit? You know, you're just throwing money away for nothing. And it, I, I guess it might just be the laziness of it all. Because, I mean, I don't really care what people do with their money or time. It's just you're wasting mine after a certain point. And it's just, it's just the laziness of people. I don't know when this started or what generation it was. And I guess you can call it the boomer generation, the one right before us, a lot of them. And I know we've talked about this in a show before were given everything. Like that's why a lot of the older men now defer to their wives to handle like finances and bills and stuff like that, because that's the way it was back then you can basically go into a time capsule watch any show from like the 70s and 80s and that's the way it was you look at all in the family you look at uh like even married with children Al would work and peg would spend the money and all these other shows always depicted the man is just a hard worker and hand the check over the wife would do things and that's really representative of the time that these shows are in because that's the way it was a lot of the men were like that like my father in law can't balance a checkbook, and it's like, dude, you're fucking seventy. You can't balance a fucking checkbook. Are you kidding me? Who, where are these life skills at? And I don't know what it was. I guess like these kids growing up while the dad was working hard, because the generation before them were the hard workers. Because you're looking at like the like the World War One and Two guys raised these fucking pussies, because while they're out there breaking their backs and doing shit, I mean the mom was staying home and being the homemaker, and the kids were up under mom's ass all day. They Became mama's boys. I'm just spitballing ideas of why they're like that. And they just never learn life skills. But it just seems like they just don't want to learn stuff. Like they're just lazy. Oh, here you do it. I'm just, I just get fed up easy. That's their, that's their mentality. And that's their attitude for everything. So it never made sense to me why it was that way. Like like the, the hardworking gene skipped that generation. And now it's even worse. Because what you're seeing now is people growing up being told that they're special, being told they're great. Which is good to hear sometimes, but you also have to hear that you're wrong, that you, that you're, you know, maybe you're second best this time, or maybe you're not going to win this, or you have no chance to win it. But if you keep trying, you can get better and maybe, you know, improve next time. You don't hear that anymore. You hear everyone is so great. You're special. You're beautiful. You're perfect. And it's, you know, you're not, you're not special. You're special to someone, but you're not special in the grand scheme. You're not more special than this guy. You're not more special than that guy. And that's where we lost it. People can't talk to each other. People can't have conversations or anything. And, you know, you could blame a lot of different entities for that. You can blame, and I guess suspect number one would be the Internet. You can blame cell phones. You can blame TV. You can blame everything. Because parents used to tell us TV is going to rot your brain. Go read a book. And now, you know, go outside. Go do this. Go do that. And then, you know, video games, same thing fucking internet came out and that was i guess the death knell in people's attention spans and it really has a huge effect on our general population and society when you basically go on the internet all day long and you only know how to speak to people when there's no repercussions you can go online you can cuss out anybody like i can go online right now and cuss out Mike Tyson and be like, dude, I'll fucking kick your ass in a fight. No, because I and I could do that because he's not here to punch me and knock me the fuck out. I would never say that to the guy's face, but online, who gives a shit? Fuck you, Mike Tyson. And, and I would never do that because he's my favorite boxer. I fucking love Mike Tyson. He was just throwing out like a tough guy you know, comparison there. But you can talk as much shit as you want online. And then if something ever happens face to face and you guys watch World Star video, I'm sure, where it's always like a video where it's like, oh, fight pops off girl finds girl talking shit on facebook live or whatever and you see the girl getting oh you talk shit i found you bitch and the girl gets her ass kicked it's just like that more people need to get their ass kicked and not physically and not you know obviously i'm not advocating for violence but i'm just saying that as like a kind of like a broad brush here where people need to get their ass kicked whether it be you know told off or people need to get checked like i said that before in the other podcast people need to get checked once in a while for their behavior you can't walk around all day you know thinking your shit don't stink, because eventually someone will tell you it does, and they'll do something about it, you know? Not many cowboys left out there, though. That's the problem, and everyone is just so sensitive nowadays, and I guess it's a competition to be who can be more sensitive than the next one, and that's a generation we're in now, a bunch of fucking people hitting each other with pillows and shit online, and it's just like, what the hell's going on? And there's so much hatred and anger out there that you just don't even know what the next generation is going to bring. Will there even be a next generation? I mean, with all the abortion talk and all this other shit and people, um, you know, being turned trans and gay and also whatever the hell is going on. Whatever they're doing right now, the indoctrination of the kids coming up nowadays, you have to wonder, I mean, if you get a couple of dudes together, they're not going to reproduce. You get a couple of chicks together, they're not going to reproduce. So what's going to happen to our society? Are you going to see the uh, numbers, the populations are going down? I mean, right now, last time I checked, there were over 330 million people in America. What's to say in 15 years, maybe that number dips down to like 260? 240, because people aren't reproducing as much anymore, everybody's told that they can be whatever the fuck they want, they can be a unicorn, they can be a whatever the fuck, you know, it's, I'm thinking that's what they're looking at, and then you look at the vaccine, you look at the immune system's drop, and you look at people having heart attacks randomly in the middle of a fucking hockey game, or whatever the hell's going on, or soccer rather, sorry, it just, it just seems really bizarre, and that's how I found, you know, not gonna go down that path, but I mean, like that's how I found that there is possibly a, a higher being out there because everything's so sinister and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, I, I heard a, a podcaster, uh, Matt, Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire, said that, and I'm, I'm not sure if this even like makes sense or not. But he said you could fit the entire planet, or like the entire uh, U- USA, or rather, you take the entire population and put them in Texas. And it would be as dense as New York City, but we could all fit there. And I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck does that make sense? And I guess it's because there's so much open land in the U.S. that's not even being touched. That it does make sense. I mean, in some areas are really spread out, and some areas are on top of each other. Like, you look at New York, you look at here in Myrtle Beach, you look at uh, California and uh, Chicago and... Florida people are on top of each other but then you got like the Midwest where it's like where the f- like South Dakota like, where the fuck is everybody in South Dakota you know holy shit you can't see anybody but Wonder Woman uh Christy Nome, flying around in her invisible plane and shit but other than that I mean you really don't see people on top of each other so I was trying to figure out the whole Texas thing and I wonder how many people could fit there I wonder if that number's true or not so like I gotta look into that actually but it makes you wonder if we can fit everybody in the state of Texas let, let's just say that's true then why are you trying to kill everybody off? Why are you trying to say there's not enough food to feed everybody? Or not, there's tons of food. There's tons of everything. If people get off their asses and just fight for what's right instead of fighting each other, we need to turn our guns, our proverbial guns, rather. I mean, our, 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 let's just erase that. Our sights. Let's turn our sights on these motherfuckers because that's where our attention needs to be. We can't be fighting each other, and that's what they got us all fighting each other while we're doing biological or Fucking uh, terrible shit, you know, just biological warfare over in fucking Ukraine. Which brings me to a weird point here: how Pelosi just went over there and she was shaking, uh, what's the name, uh, Vladimir Zelensky's hands. And I was just thinking to myself, like this, that, like that is a quote-unquote supposedly active war zone, and this bitch is over there shaking hands, smiling, taking photo ops and whatnot, when she was so afraid of the quote-unquote insurrection on January sixth. But yet this bitch is out there fucking taking pictures the Ukraine like she's not afraid of anything. So that just kind of makes me wonder, too, like, how real is this? You know, it just doesn't make any goddamn sense. These people are just insane. And, you know, the fact that anybody could just buy anything that they're saying anymore, just it's, it's absolutely beyond me anymore. And that's why I said that these people are lost and basically shut down any forms of social media to these people. Unless I follow you, you can't reply to a goddamn thing I say because I don't want to fucking hear from you. And that's just the truth. And the people out there that listen to the show and support us, I, I think I follow a lot of people. If, if you follow us, I follow you back unless you're a fucking liberal. then I, I'm, Unless you're a cool liberal. You, you could be a cool one. You could be an open mind like, hey, I'm a liberal person, but these Democrats are fucking crazy. I'm okay with that. It's just the ones that are just so lost and you have that fucking libs of TikTok look in their eye. You know what I'm talking about. Those are the ones I just don't want to mess with, but I can't believe it's only Monday, man. Can't believe it's fucking Monday. And you know what? It's the middle of May. We're going to be in June, which is, you know, halfway through the year. And I can remember January 1st, like three years ago, as if it was yesterday. Time is absolutely flying. And I just have no idea, like, what's next, you know, it's the news cycle moves fast, time is moving fast, I wish it would just slow down a little bit, because I remember when I was a kid, it felt like days just kind of went forever, you know? Like, you just wake up in the morning, you play all day and night, and I swear, man, uh, just looking back on those days, I feel like they just last, like, I, I just feel like they were long days. You had nothing to do and everything, maybe that's what it was, you had nothing to do, and you were just, I don't know, but I mean, you had nothing to do, but you were doing something all the time, too. I was always at the park. I mean, even if we were bored and just sitting around and bullshit, and I, I, I felt like we were, like we had unlimited time, you know. And now it's like you look back in the blink of an eye, and it really wasn't. Time just moves so quick. And I guess my, uh, my, my tie-in here would be, when you look at that and you take that in perspective of how fast time is moving. You have to kind of realize the things you're fighting for. If you, if if you're fighting for anything, even, is it worth it? In the grand scheme of things, are you going to be an old man or woman and look back at your life and say, what what, what was I so angry about? What was I fighting this for? Why, Why did I feel that way? And a great movie, I would say, is American History X. I just watched it again last night from beginning to end for the first time in many years. And that movie is instantly in my top 10 all-time favorite movies. Because the message in it is extremely powerful and it was extremely relevant to exactly what's happening today. They were talking about, in the beginning, Derek, uh, as the name of the character, Edward Norton's character, was basically talking about how his father was killed and he was a fireman. And spoiler alert, I'm going to be giving away some stuff for the movie, so skip about five minutes if you uh, haven't seen American History X. Uh, his father was killed and he happened to be killed by a black man. And he was really upset and the news reporter was like, oh, your father was killed and he just started dropping n bombs and how worthless black people are and Spanish people and how like they're coming over and the immigrants are taking over and the government's spending billions of dollars on them and shit. And when I was listening to him talk and, and, I, and I stopped it and I'm like, hold on, let me rewind this part because I wanted to hear what he was saying and as he was saying it, I, I closed my eyes and I'm like, this could be one of those super fucking MAGA people, saying the same shit now. And they would have the same kind of like meaning as it did back then because you see migrants being bust in now. And I guess where I'm trying to go with this is they're forcing something on people that might not be able to handle it. Like, he was a normal kid before this. And as the movie progresses, they go into you know, like the backstory of how he became a skinhead. And his dad made a comment to him when he was talking about this black teacher that he really admired because he was like a straight A student. He's a brilliant kid before the skinhead stuff hit. And the teacher was like this brilliant black dude. He took him under his wing. He was like a really smart guy. And he's talking to Edward Norton about this stuff and giving him a direction. And he's like, hey, I'm going to do this book report that this teacher gave me about this black guy and, the dad got pissed, and the dad was like, "Ah, blah blah blah." And he was starting to say a bunch of racist shit at the table, and Edward Norton was young at this part. It was a flashback scene. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 Dad, yeah," and and the dad and in, like indoctrinated him in like his high school years and whatnot. And then once his dad died, that was the end. He took all his dad's lessons, and he started hating black people, and he became this big Nazi like local Nazi skinhead group leader. He would take kids in and turn them into like white kids into Nazis, and tell them that like. Hey, we can't be bullied around by this shit. And I was watching this movie, and I'm like, holy fuck, man. I can see people getting that crazy idea. Because you look at the shit stirring, and all it takes is a little shit stirring out there. And the shit stirring is happening right there on the news. You turn on CNN. Race, 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 race. You turn on Fox News. There's a lot of race there, too. But CNN does beat Fox when it comes to fucking making everything about race. And the Democrats, it, it's everything out of their mouths is either danger, 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 caution, 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 or race, race, race. That's all they fucking do. And when you do the things like like we were talking uh, on last week's show, uh, thanks to the article that Sherry sent then, about how um, like, women in Georgia, if you were a black woman, you would get X amount of dollars a month with guaranteed income. And it's like, whoa, and and I was watching American History X, and I'm like, this is exactly the kind of shit I'm talking about. You can't favor one group of people over another. We are so far past that, or at least we should be. Slavery happened many, 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 many years ago, generations ago. Those people that were slaves aren't even alive anymore. They're, they're, They're not alive. The ancestors of those kids, I mean, you have to be very, very distant ancestors to be alive today. It, it, it shouldn't be relevant in your life anymore. We should all just move the fuck on from the past. That's how we get forward. That's how we move forward in the future is letting go of the past. That's how you do it. And I'm not trying to be preachy on people, but that is the truth. It may be hard for some people to hear, but that's the only way. They always say if you're grieving somebody, you know, you grieve them, but then it passes. Time time is supposed to heal all wounds. Why won't people let this wound heal? The nastiest wound we have as a country... I mean, it's obviously it's obviously the fucking slavery shit. It's obviously the darkest time in our history. What's going on right now is, is really catching up, though, because I can see us heading down that path towards a civil war if they keep stoking the flames of fucking fuel and hatred. Because that, just like in that movie, American History X, Derek was a good boy. He was a good boy. And then if something bad happened to him. It takes one moment to make a man snap and lose his fucking mind. And that moment was when his dad died. He got killed by a black guy. And he was all that little sprinkling those seeds that his dad was doing to him at the dinner table. It it all culminated to that moment. I feel like the Democrats are really sprinkling those seeds and trying to ignite a fucking race war. I think they would cream their pants if there was one. Because they love it. They love division Because when people are fighting, they're not paying attention to what's behind the curtain. So what we got to do is move the fuck on. That's why I'm saying we move on everybody's the same. When we all die, you know what happens to us? Our fucking skin, fucking erodes, gets eaten by whatever the hell parasites come out of our body when we die. The blood, everything dries up and all we are is a skeleton. We all have a skeleton. We all have bones. We're all going to look the same when we die. I'm telling you, if you pick up a fucking skeleton and you hold it next to another skeleton and you look at them, you wouldn't be able to tell if one was black and one was white when they were alive. I'm, I'm telling you, you wouldn't be able to tell. You wouldn't be able to tell unless you are some fucking creepy psychic like I've had on the show before that can like see dead bodies of spirits and shit linked to the oh, possessions of the past lives or whatever, whatever. But still, I mean, that just really, uh, I don't know, It's just, it's just something that really grinds my gears, man. It just pisses me off that the solution to a lot of our problems is basically coming together as a society and taking care of each other and not relying on the government to do it for us. Because you see what kind of shit is going to happen, you know, when you look up the pipeline and, I'm just going to let you guys know about something that's really scaring the shit out of me is this uh, health meeting they're having next week where they're having this conference where they're basically and I didn't do um, as much rabbit hole digging into this because, frankly, it scared the shit out of me. Um, They're basically having some meeting where they're basically going to go over uh, something called a pandemic treaty where they're basically handing over all decisions related to health to the health organization. And if you are a member of the government, or if you're the president of the United States, let's say uh, COVID part two happens, right? And the president, let's say we have a good president in office. Let's say uh, Ron DeSantis becomes the president, because I'm thinking this is why they set this shit up, because he ain't going to lock the country down if he becomes president. So let's say if in 2024, Ron DeSantis becomes a president and they pass this pandemic treaty. And in, you know, 2028, when Ron DeSantis is going to, fight against the next democratic piece of shit. I don't know if it's going to be a, like a Joe Biden corpse, literally this time that they fill up with fucking water and air to keep his fucking skin from sagging. I think they're going to pull this pandemic treaty bullshit where DeSantis is like, no, we're not shutting down. And the pandemic treaty department, because they basically have complete say and oversight over all health-related issues if this passes, says, hey, guess what? You're locking down, President. Sorry, we have the power. Remember this thing that was signed back in 2022 in uh, May, at the end of May? We got the power now, so am going to do a little bit more deep diving into that, I guess. I mean, it's just, it's just something that I was reading it last night, and I was just so depressed about it. I'm like, yeah, I I, I can't anymore with this shit, because it's like the more you think about it and the heavier invested, you get into the stories of the news and what's going on. The more scary it gets and the more just depressing it gets. It really fucks with you. It really does. But there's a way out of it. And that's why I kind of like to talk to you guys. Just because the thing is, is like I don't want to say everything's going to be terrible or, or bad. This is kind of where you have to you know, be a realist about it. And my real thoughts about it are people aren't going to come together. We're not going to let go of the past. They won't let us. The people that are willing to let go of the past and just move on, like me, you out there listening to the show or... Anybody else out there that you may know, the country split 50-50. Half these people are all balls deep into the shit, and half isn't. I just don't see a scenario where everyone comes together again like they used to be. I mean, people were exposed, especially when it came to COVID and decisions with their own personal health, or people were cheering, other people getting fired from their jobs like fucking complete scumbags. I cut a lot of them out of my life because of that shit. I got a lot of people out of my life because of their fucking t- t- turning into their true selves when the pandemic hit. It's like, wait a second. How are you cheering on this? Why are you happy? Why do you want unvaccinated people to die? Why are you cheering when someone, uh, you know, a, like a, a story post online where it's like, man is, is dying on his deathbed. His last words were, I should have gotten the vaccine. And then fucking croaks like a goddamn soap opera scene where the guy's like the killer is, and then he fucking eyes shut and he goes, next week, you know? It's like one of those like fucking cliffhangers and shit. It, it just It just doesn't make any sense, and the fact that people went so far down the deep end of hatred are just uh, or it's just either you were, you know, extremely hateful of other people, or you were just apathetic towards other people. It's cut right down the middle. I mean, you can basically cut the globe in half and put half, those half on that side and this half on this side, and uh, that's your only solution. And basically having everybody on the same page is by splitting everything up. A national divorce or whatever the hell you want to call it. It's not the best option. I feel like we work better when we're working together. It's just an impossible task to work together again. I just don't see us ever getting to a point where we get there. It's crazy. But, I mean, the only advice I can give you is the same advice I'm you know, living by myself. is just taking care of your own house. Take care of your in-house. You can't change the world by yourself. You can't. But what you can do is change your own personal situation. And the only reason why I'm saying this is because I know in 2022, November, we're going to have some serious COVID-related shit going on. Some mandate is going to pop up. They don't want you going to a voting booth like you did prior to this all. They want you to do mail-in ballots. They're going to pull something. If it's anywhere near the scope of what they pulled last time, expect to lose your jobs. Expect to be at home without any money. Expect to worry about your bills that you can't pay because you can't go to work. Expect to wait months in between stimulus checks that may not even come. Expect all this shit. You know, it's, it's going to happen again. They don't like you. They don't care. They only care about themselves and power. It's time for us to do the same. We need to take care of our own households. Take the power away from them. Take the power away, seriously. And what I mean by that is, how can they control you? Think about it. Think about your own personal life. How can they control me? That's my personal one, I'll tell you. They can stop me from working again. Tell me I can't go to work. If I can't go to work, I can't pay my mortgage. If I can't pay my mortgage, I can't have a house. and My family lives on the streets. So how do you take away that power? Okay. So what I do is do overtime put extra money towards your mortgage, put a little money in the bank, a little nest egg, put some fucking cash in the mattress. And while, while cash is still a thing, do something, do anything to protect yourself because they will do this again. Mark my fucking words. It's going to happen. I'm thinking August. I'm thinking August. It's going to start stirring up. It's my birthday month. So happy birthday to me still. Uh, wait, did I say birthday month? I feel like an asshole now. God damn it. But anyway, I don't celebrate my birthday at all. So you guys know that. But, yeah, take care of your home, though, because that's what you got to do. So me taking the power away from the government is basically paying off my house. If I pay off my house, then they can go fuck themselves. Oh, stay in your house. You can't work. Okay, my mortgage is just paid. I don't got to worry about rent or anything. I, as long as I got a place to live in, that's the most important thing. Take care of your home. You need to take care of your transportation because that leads to other things. Take care of your car. Make sure that's paid off. So in case you have to get up and leave, there's a bad weather or something coming, you can always pick up and go. Go get supplies if shit goes down. Make sure you have that. That's always the number two. And then number three is get your little nest egg, start stocking up on supplies and whatnot, because shit's going to go down, man. You can't put it past these people. If you think you're out of this or we're back to normal because you went to Starbucks without a fucking mask on to get your coffee, trust me, they will do this again. And I'm just saying this because I love you guys. I, 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 I do. You guys mean a lot to me. Uh, the only reason, I mean, we weren't even going to put a show up today because we got issues with the internet. But I'm like, you know what? i, I got to do something. got to give them a little something to listen to because I know people... Look forward to the show. And I got a lot of messages today like, hey, where's the show? You guys should put it up by now. So as the guy's doing work still, he's still up in the attic. I can, I can hear him stepping around. You know, just got to put something out because I care. Like I want you guys to do well because you guys support us. And I want to support you by just basically saying, hey, you know, take care of yourself. If you haven't thought about it yet, maybe now's the time. Sit down with your spouse, your wife, your husband, whatever the hell you got going on, your uh, she, her, him, it, whatever. From the LGBTQIA plus community, do whatever you got to do to support them. I, I don't care. I mean, all kidding aside, take care of your shit because the government does not care about you. At least that way, if you take the power away from them, you can enjoy your life and just, just, just do it, man. There's no reason we should be living the way that we're living right now. There is absolutely no reason. This is all 1,000,000% self-inflicted. This was a kill shot to American society, to global society, which makes me... Warn you that you know this is global. I uh, the guy I was talking to earlier, the guy's now uh, fucking. He sounds like he's fucking bowling upstairs in the attic. Um, uh, what the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah, so you, you got to think of it this way. The guy was saying, yeah, um, I was talking to my wife. We're gonna leave the country. I said, where are you gonna go? And he stopped for a second. He's like, uh, yeah, you're right. He was like, yeah, what are you going to go to Canada? Good luck with that. They're worse off than we are. You're going to go to Australia? Yeah, good luck. I mean, all these countries are all in on it together. All the world leaders are in on this shit. And they're all going to be at that meeting next week. So it's going to be a really interesting thing. And uh, I'll definitely be uh, talking more about that because I'm going to read up a little bit more about it, get a little bit more educated on it myself. And I don't really like talking about things I know 100% about. Uh, that's the fucking laugh of the century. I always talk about shit I don't know about, but I, I do like to do my due diligence, at least um, as much research as I can. But this one, I just read like two paragraphs, and so I'm like, okay, I saw enough that I needed to see. I'm gonna deep dive a little bit more when I have my edibles. I'm not freaking out as much about life sucking as bad as it is. So I'll, I'll definitely give a, more of a full report on that probably next week when we're back to our regularly scheduled program. I said it that way, regularly, because there's a show. Um, John Leguizamo was in it. And it was freaking hilarious. Uh, what the fuck was the name of the show? It was like the Latin in Living Color, and I'm a Spanish guy. You know, we have a large Spanish family. Growing up, as young as the of five kids, and there was a show. John Leguizamo was in it, and it was a Latin version of a Living Color. And he had this character. who was playing this cholo, and they were like selling shit out of the back of the car, and they were like, "Hey, we just hij- we-, we he's like, we just hijack your TV, man." And then at the end, they would, like, try to sell shit, and that was, like, part of the whole skit. And at the end, they would, like, return you back to your regularly scheduled programs. But they were really playing up the accent, the hard Hispanic accent. He goes, we now return you to your regular scheduled." And it was fucking hilarious. So, a little side bit there. I'm going to post that in a Discord channel, by the way, for, uh, for for some of our listeners that are so lucky to get in there. Because we don't even pimp that anymore. We used to talk about that all the time, but the people out there and just let me give a little special shout out to the discord channel because man, the people that are in there, we really love you guys. Um, you guys became really a part of the family and it's the thing is, it's like, we, um, especially me have a hard time keeping up with stuff. And I'm finally becoming more on the social media thing because like we get all these followers, but it's like, I, I never engaged with them before. Cause it's like, for me, it's just so hard to keep everything going. Because at the rate of expansion of the show right now, I mean, you guys have no idea. It is insane. The amount of just correspondence that's going on right now behind the scenes. That It it, it was really hard to come up with a balance of how to get this all going. But now I'm trying to get more active in that and uh, doing a lot more Twitter, Instagram. So if you guys ever want to say hi, to, you know, shoot an inbox or whatever. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Bullshit a little bit. But the Discord channel, we kind of like stopped pending it out and throwing out the link and whatnot because the people that are in there, it's like just family at this point, you know, and really love those guys. So I just want to say uh, thank you to them. And those are like our oldest supporters and um, just kind of keep it like close knit, just like a hangout spot, you know, like people we actually care about and not that we don't care about everybody, but it's just like, it, it's too much right now. So once we uh, get a little bit more staffing and whatnot, maybe, um, you know, branch out a little bit more because, like I said, things are going really well with the with, with the podcast front. So I just kind of want to give a little explanation. Because so I, had, I had a message sitting on Twitter that was like two weeks old. And I'm like, fuck, this person Like threw like a compliment, another compliment, and then a question mark. And I'm like, fuck, I didn't reply to this. And I felt bad, so I replied back. And I was talking to this guy the other day for a little bit. And this guy kind of said, hey, man, I'm sorry. It's, it's got a little bit too much going on right now. I mean, it worked, family and shit. So it's just crazy. So for those of you that put up with a, you know the extended wait time between a message or whatever, you know, thank you for that. And it's not malicious or anything. It's just because there's so much going on, you know, being a family and being a dad and having a full-time job. And then this is a full-time job. It's just, it's just a lot of hours. So definitely going to get back on that. So I wanted to say, thank you to everybody out there for just supporting the show and being great. And, um, I guess what I'm going to end the show with here today, because we're just going to throw out a little quick one today, and then we'll be back to our regular shows on Wednesday is that I want you guys to remember there's a couple of things I want you to leave here with is um, Stephen A. Smith was on ESPN just bashing Kyrie Irving the other day, and it pissed me off. I'm not a Kyrie Irving you know, fan. I don't really care for basketball anymore since the the team he plays for, the Brooklyn Nets, left New Jersey. I, basketball was dead to me because I love the New Jersey Nets, and I can't follow them to Brooklyn because it's not the team that I grew up loving. It's like you're not New Jersey anymore. That was my connection. It was my home state You know, so I had to stop watching it. But Kyrie Irving, if if you guys didn't know, he was the one player who was unvaccinated, who was, you know, one of the pandemic heroes in in my eyes. Kyrie Irving is a fucking hero. The guy stood up for his beliefs and at the expense of a lot of money. And that's, and and to me, that's a hero. That's a a very courageous man because he could have lost it all. And he, and he risked it because of his beliefs and, and his health. He's like, you know what? I don't care about basketball. I have money. I, I care about my, my long-term health, so good for him. But Stephen A. Smith was bashing him, and that little son of a bitch, I hate Stephen A. Smith, I never liked the guy, but the fact that he bashed Kyrie Irving is just insane to me. And the thing about it is Stephen A. Smith will be around in a couple of years, and Kyrie Irving will be playing at a high level still in a couple of years. And this thing hopefully will blow over the whole pandemic, you know, shots, COVID, and it just becomes a, an afterthought. Because the news cycle moves so fast, and they can bury a topic really quick because they control all the media. So if they want to bury everything, they can. What happens if Stephen A. Smith uh, starts covering uh, Kyrie Irving? Let's say Kyrie Irving wins a championship with the Brooklyn Nets, and he is the MVP of the league. Is Stephen A. Smith going to come out and start cheering on this man? Is he going to start praising how great he is? No. You have to remember all this shit that these people are doing now. Because you can always change a little bit. But at your core, you can never change who you are in your soul. You can only change your behaviors, but you can not change who and what you are. Like, people are going to say, what about you, nerd? You found religion. Yeah, that's just a behavior. I mean, that's that's a behavior. That's not a, that's not me. Me is just, you know, my personality. Everything about me is me. I can change my thoughts, my rationales on things. But at the core of me, I'm still the same guy. I'm an asshole. I mean, what the fuck? I'm, a, I'm an asshole who hates people. You know, who hates dealing with people. On, on a uh, broad spectrum, I you know what? It's not that I hate people. Let, let, let me take that back. I, I don't think I've ever hated people on a scale where it's like I absolutely hate every single person alive. That's not how it is. I, I, I like people when I'm dealing with them in, on my own terms. If I say hi to someone, then that's okay. It's it, it's an at work situation because I always see the faults in people and I see their their shortcomings in certain situations that drive me nuts. There's just a lot of pet. I have a lot of pet peeves. I don't like lazy people. I don't like people that make me repeat myself, ask too many questions. That shit gets old to me quick. I just don't have patience or tolerance. So that's an internal problem. It's just my own anxiety and just my lack of patience for people. That really drives me nuts. When in reality, it's not a hatred of people. It's just my own internal problems, I guess. I guess I just self-diagnosed it. Very cerebral, I'm telling you. I think too much about shit and I come up to these conclusions a lot. But still... um, what the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah, don't let these people forget. Seriously, if like you have a neighbor that stopped talking to you because you uh, didn't wear a mask, or, or you saw their social media post where they wished everyone died that never got the shot, or called them evil son of a just because they didn't get it, or whatever kind of shit they were saying, just don't forget that. You, know, you can always be friendly and cordial with them when everything blows over, but don't forget that that son of a bitch... That son of a bitch, you know, they had that in them because you can't change that. You can't change it. That neighbor might say, oh, hey, neighbor, I might have said, fuck you a couple of years ago when COVID was a thing. But now I want you to come over for the barbecue. You know, just go, go over for the barbecue. Eat free food. Enjoy it. Be friendly. But don't ever, don't ever forget. Just don't forget. Because people like that, that change their fucking attitudes and their mindsets and their ideologies the blink of a fucking eye man are just the ones you got to worry about the most and Stephen a smith going out there and bashing this player and this fucking on this goddamn fucking pedestal just looking down on everybody like that and calling him garbage and he shouldn't be in the league and throw him out of basketball and shit in a couple of years he's gonna be praising this guy mark my words on that don't 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 play that fucking game. Don't forget. Seriously, don't let them ever forget. Always throw in their fucking face if you can. Seriously, I mean, it's just it's just aggravating, you know, but I'm not telling you how to act. I'm just saying just don't get too comfortable around these people because at their core, they're evil, sinister fucking beings is all I'm trying to say here. So I wanted to leave you guys with that. I also want to leave you guys with one other thing here, you know. Um, I'm getting a little homesick lately. And this is going back to like the past couple of years. I was thinking about going back to New Jersey, and I would say about once a year it comes up where I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm going to go back and see the old haunts and old places I used to go to, the arcade centers I used to hang out at, and just, I used to play pool all the time, and thinking about the old places I used to go to. And in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, you know, would it be worth it? Like, what's going to happen if I go back? Are my friends going to be there? I mean, it's been like 15, 16 years now and people move on you know so it's like would I just be going back and just looking at you know ghost, like just hanging out at a park that we used to go to and smoke pot or whatever and just go there and look around like hey we used to sit right over there and but no one else is around you know I'm wondering if it'd be worth it so I want to ask you guys though so hit me up on social media and let me know uh do you guys ever go back just go back to when like you were uh you know, like a young person again, I guess, and go back and revisit some of the places that I used to go to and whatnot. I guess high school reunions counts. So if you ever gone to those, let me know how that turned out for you. But just in like the blink of an eye, just buy a ticket, go back home for a weekend or something just see what the hell's going on, who's still around and stuff. Because to me, I'm, I'm just more and more curious as I get older, like how other people turned out. And I do have one friend still, who, uh, who still lives in the same house that we used to hang out in with his mom and just a couple of fucking losers, man. Like the whole family and, and he's a friend, but he even knows, I'm not talking about his back. Cause we, we, we talk about this a lot whenever we uh, get together and we talk every, like, like maybe like once a month or bi-weekly or so we have like a little conversation. We were talking last night and I'm like, dude, you gotta get the fuck out of there, man. Like, like how old are you now? You're like 32, 33. And, uh, I was friends with his older brother. I was friends with that family. The only one to move out was his sister. And the older brother, he was like a year older than me, and the younger brother was a couple of years younger, and he's the one I still talk to, the younger brother, because he's a little bit better off, I guess, as a human. And the older one, he sits in his room, and he smokes pot all day, and like plays video games, the same shit that we did when we were 17, and he's like 42 now. And I'm like, dude, you didn't recreate, you didn't you know, marry, you didn't move out, you didn't work, you didn't do shit. It's like, how are you still alive? And like, why are you doing this? And... I tried to warn his little brother, because the old I mean, you're over 40 years old, still living with your fucking mom and smoking pot and playing Nintendo 64 all day. I mean, you've got no future ahead of you. And I talked to the younger brother, because he has a better head in the shoulders, and he understands. He's just having issues right now, getting the shit going. And I'm like, dude, man, is like, what are you going to do when your mom dies? I mean, the mom's not young. She's got to be in her 70s now, like early, like late 60s, early 70s. I'm like, dude, she's in bad health. She smokes all the time. She looks like shit. She drinks a bottle of vodka like people drink a cup of water. She's been doing that since we were hanging out. I mean, she used to get blackout drunk. We'd play video games. So, like, oh, your mom's passed out in the fucking bathroom floor. I got to pay him to go outside. They're like that kind of thing. And uh she's getting old and you know, I guess we're still paying mortgage in the house and neither one works. And I'm like, dude, like what are you going to do when she dies? She ups and dies like you guys have nothing. You're you're out in your ass. You have no life skills. You don't work. You don't do shit. What are you going to do? They're going to come and fucking burn the house down with with you in it because you won't leave. And it's like, what are you going to do with yourself? And it's like, I don't know. And I and I I worry about people like that, so maybe I shouldn't go back, because if I go back to Jersey, I'm going to see that shit and just feel bad, just bring me down, you know, I don't need that shit in my life, so maybe I'll just stay back, and I guess you, you know how they say that, you never meet your heroes, you might be disappointed, I guess it's, you never go back home, and you just, you might be disappointed to see what's, what's there now, like, what changed, you know, sometimes memories are best kept the way they always were, and, I guess that's uh I guess that's my lesson today. Like maybe uh maybe leave the past in the past. Yeah, that's a good way to tie this one up. I think leave the past in the past. I I I like that one. Move forward. I think we'd all be better if we left the past in the past and move forward. Like with the whole race thing and slavery and just anything bad that's been happening. I mean, we got we there has to be a point where we move on and just move on together and get better as people because we're never gonna get better if we just fucking sit here and just keep on fighting over the same old redundant shit while people that aren't fighting the cause but are stirring the pot are getting richer off of our backs and misery I just want everyone to get along man it's just the way it should be but yeah it's been a long one here uh, a longer solo than normal just uh, just spitballing here Um, gotta go sign some paperwork and everything our internet should hopefully be done soon I'm looking at my iPad now, and I'm still on LTE, which is good. I'm glad I still got that, but the Wi-Fi hasn't kicked back on yet, so I'm assuming this is going to be another fucking day. I don't know what's going on here. I got to cut this one short and go follow this motherfucker around the house and see what the hell's taking so long. But anyway, until then, you guys can find us on social media. on all social media, basically. It's at Voices of Misery. Find us on Gmail at Voices of Misery Podcast at gmail.com. I fucking hate doing this part because I always get it wrong. But anyway, yeah, definitely hit us up on social media because, like I said, I'm trying to get more active on there. And, uh, yeah, just definitely hit us up. Let us know what you think. If you have any questions or anything like that, you can always send it to the email box. I do check that one periodically, not as much as I should probably. There's actually a lot in there that i got to go through. Uh, But, yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. I can't wait to share it with you guys. Once everything becomes official, we'll be able to share it because we got some good things coming out of the pipeline. So, like I said, I am i mean, we're just a small podcast here. This husband and wife uh, doing things, and holy shit, man, we've done, done some good work, uh, seriously. Gone places I never would have thought. Really good stuff incoming, and it's going to get better. I mean, not stopping anytime soon, so... Once this internet works, hopefully it's, hopefully it's fucking done, man. Like I'm not a praying man, but I, I, I may just try it. I don't know if I got those powers yet. I've only been on board for about two weeks now. So I don't know if I got the prayer powers. I got to, got to check with my guru. I I I got to text her and see what the hell she thinks about that. Did I get my superpowers back yet or not? Do I, do I have the prayer powers? I don't know. But until then, find us on all that stuff. And uh, yeah, definitely, um, you know, check us out guys and be kind to each other. And just try to, if you get anything from this episode, just try to move on. If you got anything bogging you down or keeping you um, upset or just keeping you from, from moving forward in life, don't leave that shit in the past. Seriously, leave it in the past. There's, life's too short for extra baggage. All right? Love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Voices of Misery podcast. We'll be back stronger than ever on Monday. Oh, Wednesday. What the fuck day is it today? You see, I need my goddamn, uh, my goddamn guide here. Have a good one, guys. We'll see you Wednesday.